like what you waiting on? Check, check, cause on your phone. This the Tony Sands show, turn your radio on. Kelsey just turned down like a field goal, so we in the zone. Got games like a stadium, I'ma go ahead and pack the dome. I'm cooler, smoother, make you think with your medulla. You a student, I'ma school you with the facts that I'm producing. This is for the high schoolers, college students, nah. Everyone can do it, do this, I ain't new to this. My style is rich, it's lucrative, maneuver through it. You know we fast, Shirley. You know it's so sensational, like my big homie Tony. BBS Radio. Let's go. Let's get this show kicking another week of the Tony Sands Show here with my man V. Listen, we're going to break down this thing like it's supposed to be broken down. When it comes to sports, we are them dudes. And you heard right. me saying that. We are. I, I am that dude. I am that dude. V is that dude. But let's get into this show, man, what we got coming for our audience today. Listen. Absolutely. Woo, we got a hot one for you today. First of all, we're going we're gonna to go upstairs to the brain. Then we're going to come downstairs and see who got the ability to throw that football. We're going to break down the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. And going into this week, then we're going to get into them Cowboys and that defense. I know we're talking about the quarterback and situations that's going on with the Cowboys. But listen, you cannot stop thinking about, guess what, that Defense. That serious defense. defense. Serious defense, too, Tony. Serious and defense. I told, listen, we try to tell people. He did. Me and, me and Mike try to tell people that, listen, y'all just sit and be patient. Y'all saw us lose one, and everybody went crazy. Oh, the Cowboys are done. Oh, put them on the shelf. They thinking about everybody thinking they the team of the 80s. We ain't no t- we're the team of right now. We're America's team. I see you decked out in all your Broncos. Well, it's Thursday night. You already know what it is. And, then, you know, America knows that on Thursday night, you know, big, big game on Thursday night, Denver Broncos and the Annapolis Colts. So we already know what's going on. So I had to put on Mr. I see you got on Chubb. I, I, I see it. Chubb Rock, ladies and gentlemen. Chubb Rock. It's a big night for, for, for Bradley Chubb. And in a contract year, by the way, a contract season for Bradley Chubb, Tony. So he's got to show up big tonight. Of course. Of course, he's got to show up big in order to help lift the Broncos because guess what? As I keep on saying and the ones want to listen, our guy is struggling. He's Who's struggling that? at the quarterback. No, nah, I told you, Tony, Russell, listen. Russell, for the Russell fans out there, for the fans out there, for the fans Russ out there. Russ does not look like the quarterback one. of old. Russ does not look like what came out of Seattle. How many touchdowns were scored last week by this guy? Oh, come on, come on. Uh, come on. The Broncos man. lost this game I, I, last week. On, unfortunately, they, they lost the game, unfortunately, last week to a team that was basically on life support. Ladies and gentlemen, 0-3, if they go 0-4, there's a 1% chance yes. of an NFL team making the playoffs. But and it's only happening. I don't but listen, you got to get the job done when it's time to get the job done. And right now, I, I'm not seeing that. Oh, I'm he's just looking not good. 
he's looking good. So what he's doing is he's going back to his old offense in Seattle, running similar type of routes. Yeah. What the problem is, as I mentioned to you before, you got two different offensive schemes going on. You got Nathaniel Hackett running his plays, uh-huh. which are more long, elongated routes, deeper routes down the field, which is causing Rusty to have to wait and pause. Correct. The offensive line for the Denver Broncos isn't good enough to be able to run these deep routes. So it's a combination. You got Hackett plays, and you kind of like got the Russell Wilson plays. And they're intertwining right now. But as you can see, Russell Wilson's starting to get in the groove even though he didn't look like he was in a groove because he didn't play preseason. Listen, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take, but I understand I'm dealing with a Denver Bronco. So a Denver Bronco is never going to want to put Russell Wilson not in the place that he's supposed to be in. And right now I don't see Russell don't look like that same Russell. No, man. Last week he was doing his thing, Tony. I mean, you've seen the game, Tony. I mean, this guy was doing his thing last week. He drove him down the field. The score was 19-16 at halftime. Yes. He had amazing stats at the half. It's just that when the Javante Williams injury took place last week, it made the one-dimensional. And when you got an offensive line that's not blocking consistently and you got no run game, you become one-dimensional. And even a bad defense like the, the Las Vegas Raiders, they were able to stop the Denver Broncos last week. Listen, I'm not ever I'm, – I'm, I'm never going to say – Never with the Denver Broncos because they've always found a way to get it done. But I just don't. They'll win. I got a good chance that they'll win that division. The Raiders are looking piss poor. Division? Well, I won't. Let's not go there yet. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, which we'll discuss this week on the Tony Sands show, is looking great. All right, so let's not. I just want to see what you alert. That's all. I I can see you alert, and long as long as you understand, long as you understand that all that division do run through. Kansas City. I just wanted to see how alert you were. See if you were going to do like Start other fans. Stop. No, no. We got to give the fans good information. Even though I'm a fan, also we got to do our job. So you, we got to let them you know. You know, your fan, you are a realist. That's what you say. Absolutely. I mean, when Patrick Mahomes is running around with statistics like 1,106 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions, with an 82% passing rating right now. Uh, Listen, and he's got a Super Bowl ring, the only man in the division that has one in terms of a quarterback. So Andy Reid has taken over the plays, which the fans need to know out there. Andy Reid is now taking over the plays, as we've seen with Patrick Mahomes now. We saw now Andy Reid is the architect of the offense. Eric Bieniemy and Mahomes had a little misunderstanding a couple weeks ago. Look, I told you, I like that, though. I like that. That shows me, and it takes me back. To you guys, it takes me back to, uh, it takes me back to what was going on with you guys, and and what I did not see, and what I wanted to see, I did not get a chance to see. I did not get a chance to see that. I also wanted to see Russell Wilson getting. Hey, listen, we got to do this. We, this is the way this got to be done. We got to understand, though, Tony. As I, I didn't mean- see it. As I mentioned to you before, Patrick Mahomes and Bienemy have a rapport. They have they've been doing this already. They won a Super Bowl together. But Tone, you gotta understand. Oh, and the man. public, the pub, the public has to understand. Patrick Mahomes has already made comments about him and Eric Bienemy's philosophy and the communication in the headset. So Come on, when man. What, what we saw a couple of weeks ago at halftime was You're talking about Andy Reid had to get in between these two guys and tell these two guys. But you talking about a, but you we are talking about a Super Bowl quarterback. Correct? Sure. Of course. So a both Super Bowl guys, quarterback, guys, a veteran guys, quarterback, both, one of the elite quarterbacks are, in the league. But both guys are Super Bowl quarterbacks, but one guy's been on his team and won it with the same crew. This guy's now with a new team, new coach, and everything. Okay. Tom Brady and went it's only to one Tampa. game. It's only one Tom, game. Tom Brady went to Tampa, and he took the philosophy, ran through Tom Brady. 
No, no, but you understand, gotta understand something. Him oh, and Arians went at it for a while, right? That's why Leftwich took but over. That's, but, but listen, that's, but Tone, not, that's what I'm saying. I'm not seeing. But Tone, that's you gotta understand. Tone, you gotta understand. It was one game in his one, first game with a new coach. This is more important. This is the bigger thing. This is the bigger so, story. So, so, so you're saying sp- going, going down the line, you're saying going further down the line, that situation came up. Now, Russell Wilson is going to man up and say, listen. This it's not about – it's not really that. It's just being on the same philosophy with the coach and what we're doing at down and distance and, and, and on, situation me. at that Come time in the game. Hey, Tone, you got to understand – Tone, you got to understand something. Andy Reid took the plays back from – Eric Bieniemy, who was right. calling the plays, correct. We all saw what happened in the Kansas City offense this past week. Now, Kansas City's offense went up. They they scored big points. All right, they almost blew Tampa Bay out basically in this football game. So, what I think we need to understand is that Andy Reid, the architect of the offense that Eric Bieniemy was yes. calling the plays for, that's what a good leader does. He tells Bieniemy go back to doing the the, the assistant offensive coordinator duties. I'm the head coach. I'm gonna call the plays, and Patrick's responsibility is to run Andy's plays and everybody's happy in kansas city in terms of that i think yeah everybody but but what did it take to get to that point what it took something to get to that point it took him to say listen but that's 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 what i'm saying that's what i'm not seeing but we didn't have a community but we didn't have a communication issue really with russell wilson and his head it was a lack of communication but but, what i saw well, no, but Tony, you got to understand, you got a new offensive coordinator. You got a new pass I, game coordinator. You got a new head coach. Come on, man. And I don't want to buy that. I'm not. Tone, this, Tone, you can't. I know you, you're a Denver Bronco and you tried no, your best to no, justify no. what's going on. But no, no Tony, Tone, you got to well. Tone, let's, let's ask ourselves with this question. Why do some head coaches go through losing games, bad in-game management, communication, and philosophy, and then hire an in-game manager? In relation to Nathaniel Hackett, after the first game when everyone complained, he hired Mr. Rossberg, Joe Rossberg from um, Jerry Rossberg from the Baltimore Ravens, who has right. a history and a rapport. So now you're not seeing an issue with timeouts, communication with Russell Wilson. I, I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But I'm still saying right now I'm not seeing what I saw in Seattle. Technically, technically. Four games. And I know you don't want to hear this. But Four technically, games. and I know you don't want to hear this. Okay. Right now. Gino, Gino looks dang on good in Seattle. Tone, if you ask any Seattle, if you ask any Seattle fan, including I know they'll say Russell Wilson. He's okay, won the Super Bowl. But, but I let me ask. Let me ask. Gino got that off his fire like it's supposed to be fired. Well, let's That's just. The thing, I'm gonna say. Listen, we want to give Gino Smith the credit. The man put in the work. He's had a long story career where things didn't work in New York and the New York Jets, where Correct. he was supposed to actually have a good career. Gino Smith fell off a mountain, right? I hear you. Okay, so what I'm saying is we got to give Gino Smith some credit for coming prepared and putting in the work as a quarterback on a lot of people through this guy to the side. So in comparing him to Russell Wilson, one man won a Super Bowl there, the other man's won four games there. And what we need to do good. right now is and making it Gino look Smith. But he's making it look easy. But he's been in the same system and philosophy with the same coaching staff. Come on. But Again, you got to give that some credence, Tom. No, I'm going to give it a little credence, but listen, <clears throat> Russell's got to do better. That's all hey, I'm saying. Okay, we, let's, hey, let's, let's, he's got to do better. He's got to do better. What and, about and, what about Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan's at a new team. He's yeah. struggling right now as well, right? So who looks better, Russell Wilson or Matt Ryan? I think we would all agree I, that I, Russell I'll Wilson. I'll go Russell Wilson. I'm a, I'll okay. go Russell but, but, but the point, wow. though, is, I think, though, is, is that what the fans need to understand and the sports people out there need to understand is, is 
taking cohesion, communication, and chemistry with a football team takes time. And just because you see it work one week doesn't mean it's going to work always every week. Didn't take that much time in Tampa Bay, but we're going to go to a commercial break on that one. I just want to shoot that in. Don, let's take us to a commercial break. Let's play those commercials, and then we're coming back on the other side of this commercial with one of my guys. Listen, a guy I played with like no other did his job. Really, let me come where I'm at. So we're going to go to a commercial break, and we're coming back here on the Tony Sands Show with my main man, Chris Powell. Repetitive head trauma chokes the brain. The NFL does not want to talk to you. You turned on the lights and gave their biggest boogeyman a name. You're going to war with a corporation that owns the day of the week. To a rolling left with the grain, and down he goes. Slung down his own 48 yard line. Josh Tupu. We're back here live on the Tony Sand Show. I am with my guy, Chris Powell. Chris, man, welcome to the show, my brother. Hey, how are you, Tony? Man, I'm doing Good. great. Hey, man. It's, it's a great play. day to be a Jayhawk. You, you, you see him when he got all, because, you know, Broncos playing, but I got my Jayhawk on, and I see the Jayhawk picture in the back. Yes. That's how we notice each other. Jayhawks <laughs> notice each other. Listen, Chris, when we get into the show, listen, man, the, the guys, man, I was back there two weeks ago. They look like a football team. Oh, it's playing. I'm not going to lie when you, you know what, it, it brings tears, all the hard work. I, yes. I'm just told, I love light bulb and, and, and you can see they're playing with so much passion and yes. they, I mean, they, and they believe they can win, you know, That's the, uh, yeah. it, it's been a blast. It, it I, is. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this Saturday and to, then to get national recognition on college game day, game day. nothing could be better. Now the last there, people got to understand the first time college game day aired a Kansas game, it was in Arrowhead Stadium. That it was in correct. that stadium that it was in that stadium that Vaughn don't want to come across uh, trying to get to the to the Super Bowl. But anyway, and then this is the first time they're ever being actually on the campus in Lawrence, beautiful campus. I got a chance today to see exactly where they where they set up the state. They're setting it up on the hill. That way you're overlooking the stadium. It is a beautiful, beautiful setup. They even had to move some trees. And they normally, this tree, they said, wouldn't normally be cut, trimmed, nothing. <laughs> but game day is coming, you know, so I guess they figured, well, we got to we gotta move some things around to make sure that this campus is looked at in a great light and that it is. We are a great campus. I am proud to say every day that I am a Jayhawk. I wear it. I got a chance, Chris. And it was unique because we got to remember our era is really just now starting to get some recognition at the University yes. of Kansas. And that's been one of my biggest, biggest pet peeves that I'm saying. It's like certain eras was not relevant to KU. And, and I'm glad to see that there are people in place that are athletes that understand before you can get to the present, you must recognize the past. And I spoke uh, to the team that Friday night, and I gave that speech to those guys that like, listen, guys, it's guys that went before you that made all this in this beautiful indoor facility that made this possible. And you must honor and respect those guys every time you see them, because guess what? If it wasn't for them, it wouldn't be no you. The University of Kansas would not be where it's at. To me, I always say, when I look at the University of Kansas and not knocking what happened before we got there, 
the last, the 91 year to me was the year that launched University of Kansas back into relevance to where people started respecting what was being done at the University of Kansas, the hard work that was going into what it took to become at six and five. You got to remember, before I got there, can't, you know, we had done had 10 losing seasons and we were, we was a bunch of guys that was determined the way we came in wouldn't be the way we leave out. And then the next year you guys go on and go to a bowl game, which I was so delighted because I always tell myself, man, those guys, find, we, and, and it takes me back sometimes to the Martin Luther King speech. I may not get to the promised land with you. And I didn't get a chance to get to that bowl game with you, but I know paving the way and help making that possible was something that I uh, took so much pride in when I was watching the game and watching you guys play and do your thing, man. It was, it was great. Absolutely. Tony, you, you, you were the leader. I mean, you, you, you are the, we all, I wouldn't have got through two a days if it wasn't for you. <laughs> I wouldn't have, you know, this, we had some good times in our meeting room. Like I told you, listen, yeah. our meeting rooms of running backs was, it was different, but we had fun. All of us come from, we was coming from different sectors of the country. I mean, Nebraska, uh, Kansas City, Florida, you name it. Oh, I mean, we were coming from all over, but we was a bunch of guys that we knew the hard work that it was going to take. And we knew we was, a, at that time, the Big Eight was a running conference. So we know everything that took place at the University of Kansas had to come through that running back room, so we had to be ready to go and get the job done. But, Chris, as we talked to getting the job done, man, you got the job done. You got it done, and you did it well. You did your job well. But a lot of people don't understand, in the process, especially back in those days when you had a fullback, a fullback was a banging guy back in the, back in the day. They, a lot of teams don't even play with fullback, so it's hard for some people to understand. Fullback was a lead blocker. He led up on linebackers or whatever, defense end, whatever it was, to make the holes open for a running back. They barely, rarely got glory, but they did all the work. Chris, in your process of doing all your work in your years at the University of Kansas, there were some things that happened to you, uh, and we, we're starting to see it play out throughout the NFL. And to bring it back up to play, as everyone saw that commercial, uh, People are bringing it back up because of the situation with Tua. When you seen that situation, Chris, what came across your mind when you saw Tua actually, first of all, the, the Sunday before, what was you thinking the Sunday before that? Well, when, when he kind of stumbled, you know, that was kind of the first, you were like, oh, you, you know, he, he, he's, he got hit pretty well. And anytime you have those, neurological kind of movements like that you could tell I was surprised he came back in the second half mm -hmm. uh but uh yeah then when you saw that last hit on on what was it Monday night or Thursday night uh yeah. that, that was that was that was pretty you know but it's football you know and it and it happens uh you know the good thing is there's a lot of awareness what it's done today versus mm -hmm. was it what it was is it's, it's huge because when I look at the game of football, it's the greatest thing yes. for young men to ever play. It's the greatest team sport there ever was. And sure. it really is an example of what society should be. We, we bring uh, people from all over different walks of life. Yes. And we were a family. Yes. We, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't see skin color. We didn't see anything. Nothing. We were brothers <laughs> no matter what. And we worked our ass off and we had, 
I, I, I am who I am today because of those years at, at the yes. University of Kansas. Yes. And I, I say the same thing uh, about it, Chris. But Chris, let's, let's, I want to get a little bit into it. In, in your, like you say, in your years at the University of Kansas, a lot of people know, if they don't know, Chris was the first person to sue the NCAA in reference to the, N, uh, the, the protocol of concussions. Chris, but what before we got to that point, what were some of the things that made you recognize that there was possibly something going on? I knew, and I tell people all the time, that's when I first, I first ever, ever saw a helmet outside of Don Beebe where we had the cushion helmet on top. You must be still got that helmet, Chris. Like bubble right helmet. There. That's it, right there. That's right there. Wow. Wait, 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 hold on, Chris. Spin that back around again. Wow. Look at the wear and tear on that. That was on top of his helmet. It uh, it, it 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 helped, you know. And uh, so, uh, never so had that's a like, concussion after it, but uh, I, I have some neck issues. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it took away that thing. But I, I think the equipment now is yeah. unbelievable. You know, oh, absolutely. And, yeah. Uh, mm. That's like a Mark Kelsey edition, like Mark Kelsey, Don Beebe. Yeah, it was the, it was the Kelso. It Kelso. was the Mark Kelso, right? And and I remember because the worst concussion I had to where they said if I was going to have another one, uh, I wouldn't be able to play. And uh, it was I remember it was practice and I hit the safety, and so I was awake, but I don't remember anything for like seventy two hours. It was like I couldn't. I I was just walking, but I had no. No uh, short-term memory at all. They would give me numbers and everything like, you know, and and a minute later, hey, wh- how many fingers did I have? What number did I tell you? And I didn't know. And so it was like I woke up after 72 hours. But I, I, I want to say this because it's it's tough. I was part of just a class action, and it was it was only just to hope hopefully better the game. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I want to I want to be very clear. And when they called and said, hey, do you want to be a part of this? I'm like, hey, if I can help the, the long, you know, because remember back in those days, they were talking about, hey, we're going to take football away or whatever. Yeah. I mean, this game is too important for young men. And it, and it teaches you so much about life and, and then the teamwork, the camaraderie. So, you know, I'm like, OK, there was no money involved. And, and, and now they've done uh, all these different things and I don't I don't have the stats on everything but you don't you don't see as many as there 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 is and you don't see the pounding and I think I I love seeing those extra things they have in practice the help they put so but I want to be very clear you know because it it was a rough thing for me to even get about you know because I you get a lot of people saying hey what are you doing you knew yes I I love the game of football I, I would do it again but you were hoping sometimes you got to make certain decisions that I'm going to get into hopefully to better it in the long run. And, and that's what it was. And, and I think they have done it, but I want to be clear. I told my attorney way back when I would never do anything. If, if you're telling me to go to the university of Kansas and sue, I'm like, no, Glenn Mason, my coaching staff, Lynn bot and the medical staff, they handled it with me. They, they did everything right. They cared about it, and and I mean, what surprised me, you have that stuff with Tua. I yeah. sat out for four weeks. I sat out for a good month, 
and they were thinking, uh, and, and it was at that time, Lynn Bott and everybody, that was when Mark Kelso was wearing it and he had those issues. So they they like, hey, we got you a helmet. And then I got made fun of all the time. <laughs> me, Listen, Lord, Lord Helmet. And yes. uh, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where we just we really don't know, you know. But when you look at college football and you look at the multi-billions that that generates and the great universities that work for it, let's figure it out, you know. Yes. And and. Usually with that money, now they have things that they can do. There, there's hospitals. If anybody who's been a Division One athlete, they can go and get checked. And, you know, because nobody knows. You don't know anything, but it is yeah. real. And, Chris, hold on. Yeah. What you, I, wait a minute, hold on. So, so you just educated me just now. You just educated me just now. I didn't know that there were, that there are hospitals that we can go to to get looked at. I, I, I never knew that until just yeah. now. It's like even at like KU Med here, they have a great unit and, and you can go if you're a, I think when it came down and I didn't I mean, I'm not a legal scholar mm-hmm. of any kind. It was basically you can go if you play Division One sports in, in any sport because you have soccer, women's soccer, they have it just to go look at it because it was I mean, look at those practices. I, we saw worse concussions. You know, yeah. nobody knows what comes of them, but I know this. Once you have one of them, it's easier to get the next one and then the next one. So there's certain I've, – I've seen bigger hits than anything, and people walk away with it fine. So, you know, the, the brain – I'm not a medical doctor or anything, but this game, it, it's worth preserving, and, and I, I, I am very pleased with the way it's going. That was – that's why it was shocking when you see it. You you, yes. you haven't seen a situation like Tua in a while. And, Correct. You know, but we're, you know, what I've read about that, they were all following their protocols and all, you know. So, you know, we're all human beings and we all make mistakes. But, uh, you know, it is, it's a scary thing. We don't know what it, what it what's going to happen. And you really don't know if there's CTE until you're, you, you know, you die. I already said I'm, I'm, I'm my brain. And when, when I pass, they can look at it to see what it is because, but I, I do want to be very clear. It had nothing to do with the university of Kansas. It's really about yes. the betterment of the game and, and the multi-millions of money. Hey, yeah. these great universities do the research. Yes. You know? Yeah. And we yeah, had, great. like I said, Lynn Bott was a, like I said, Lynn Bott was a great guy when it came to, making sure that we as athletes are, were, were well taken care of. I remember my feet was bothering me. I had to go see and get my feet molded to get better better shoes. So anything that was going on with us, they made sure, I got to give it to them. They made sure that, that that we were taken care of and that our health was at the utmost priority to the university. Chris, I always, when I brought you on um, a couple of years ago, we talked about the one situation where you where you was in the room and you had called your mom several, several times. Yes. Not realizing. Take us through, let, walk me through that that uh, that whole scene leading up to that, and then through that process. So my yeah, okay, was gonna hear that. And, and I don't, I don't remember. It's what everybody told me afterwards. So I was rooming with Marlon Sanders. Right. And after that practice, I was awake, walking, and everything, and I had long-term memory but no short-term which is strange and I kept calling my parents I said I got call I got hurt in practice I'd hang up 
and I'd call it call him, but right back. I did it like 10 times. Finally, Marlon got on the phone. I'll take care of him. We're watching him. But I had no, no, I mean, it was just, a, it was a weird situation. And I was driving Marlon crazy um, <laughs> because I just kept repeating myself and going over. I mean, the brain is a very unique thing. And so it was just one of those deals. But, you know, that's why they held me out for a good four weeks and then evaluated whether I would, you know, that was my third the first couple were, you know, you, you were kind of diz, dizzy and, and you know, headaches and stuff like that. But, you know, it is what it is. Luckily, that helmet saved me and I was able to play my my three years the rest of the time. And I enjoyed every bit of it. And uh, so, yeah, it was it was it's a weird situation. I get made fun of a lot by it. Uh, my buddies would always make fun of me. Uh but, you know, I, I do think the game has gotten safer. But, you know, when, when you see what happened to Tua, you know, it's just kind of crazy. And, and it's just a unique thing. Yeah. You know, Chris, thanks for joining us today, man, and showing, explaining us your experience and telling us about it and everything. Because I think it's good for the fans to hear and up-and-coming people to hear that the game is a lot safer. But at the same time, there has to be awareness of where science is and where you know, the possibilities of certain injuries, whether it's an ACL or a neurological injury. Yes. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, let, let's say we're sitting in a room and Roger Goodell says, Chris, I know you've had experience with this type of a situation. What would be your recommendation for Tua Tagovailoa for this season only? I know as neurologists, we're not, you're not a neurologist, but you've had these type of injuries. What would your recommendation, or if you were sitting with Tua, rather, would you would you recommend, hey man, give it forty five days and go back and see how you feel, or do, would you recommend, hey man, give it a year and come back next year, or what? How 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 would you put position that one? You know, I, I mean, I, I would go just with my own experience, and I, I'm not a doctor, and but I would be surprised if he plays, I'd say in the next three or four weeks. But I know I was just playing college, you know. This is big money dollars, and it, it, it and it is even, but even in college. It's also the players too, you know, yes. everything, when you earn a starting spot, you don't want to lose it, you know, yeah. and because you work so damn hard and I know Tua, you know, down in, in Florida and, you know, his first two years, but he's having a great year, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you have, we got to watch out for our own selves. And I, I, I just think I'm not a doctor and I don't know, you know, they said he had some neck issue or back issues or whatever, yeah. but I would be surprised if he, 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 we don't see him for a few weeks, you know, yeah. to even maybe a, a full month. Uh, I know there was a lot of spotlight and I, we've all seen it on ESPN and all that. So, you know, it, it, when you do have a concussion, your, your brain is bruised and, you know, it takes a while for it to come back down. But because you could get seriously injured. If you do, you know, have one and then you get another one, you don't want it to. So, again, I don't want to speak for anyone and I don't want to speak for a doctor because I'm not even close to being a doctor. So, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, it'll be curious how he comes back. But I think with the NFL, they're very I think everybody's aware now, even for a PR type thing, I'd be surprised if he isn't out for maybe a month. But, you know, that, that that's funny that you said that, Chris, because I was telling Tony before we were talking about it, I said, I would be surprised if he plays for the rest of the season because of the simple fact you can't afford for him to have one more concussion, right? 
Yeah. So if you just keep evaluating him every week, hey, listen, we're still trying to see if he's okay, and postpone him just until next season until you can be able to make a better evaluation. If you put the guy out in, let's say, six to eight weeks from now, and the guy gets cracked up on the sideline, and he's laying on the ground unconscious again, I think that it's a bad optics, and oh, yeah. it, it, it's going to be really bad. It's going to be worse, you know? Yeah. And that's because you said once once you have one, and you know, listen, I, I I'm quite sure I've I've had them, and probably didn't even recognize them because, they, like I said, back in those days, they wasn't being the word was not used. If, if you look at that 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 soundbite, the first thing you say, you put a name, you put a name to it, and once you put the name to it, you put the biggest, you put the boogeyman name to what people didn't want to hear. And like I said, because we thought it was, you just got your bell wrong. Yeah. Get back in there. I, I've heard that. You got your bell wrong, man. Get back in there. You got to be it was at that point. Yeah. That's, that, you know what? I remember being younger and you, you, it happened all the time. You'd see stars and stop would come yes. out down your nose and, you know, you just go back on. But I think every person's body's different, different, you know? Right. And so we all react to it. I've read up on some of the stuff to where, you know, is it, is it, genetics you know is it you know we'll we'll never know yeah but I do think over time I I, you know this game is too important and uh it's so important for uh uh young men and and what it does for them and and now women are playing it And, and 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 it's just it's the greatest team sport there ever is and I wish our country could follow football that, and, <laughs> and, and get along like it that would be like perfect right yes i mean that's a perfect world that would it, be what we would what this society would be because when you try to accomplish one goal in the game of football you never think about what the guy that's next to you looks like what he thinks like who his girlfriend is it is only one thing that you have in mind and that is to get the job done yeah completely that's it we're looking all of us are fighting for one goal and because i this is what i break it back to when i when i when i think about the game here i am a, a guy from south florida okay we deal with a lot of uh racism here in south florida because back in those days we had areas that you just knew not to go into one of our guys and and, and he was a linebacker i don't you know and i remember he came from a small town in nebraska and i remember you know because me and him as a matter of fact we went my sophomore year was, yeah, we went to the Big 8 conference meeting, uh, media day together. And that was the first time I had ever heard of, of eight, seven, eight-man football or whatever they have it. But we him had a chance to talk. And he let me know his, where he came from and how, and that was like he said, he said, I'm not, I was not used to seeing a lot of Blacks. I just wasn't. He said, we probably had one I've probably seen one in my town if that and and I knew then how I carried myself around him would either do two things it would either dispel all the bad that he might thought that he might have thought or I can elevate the good that he might assume that happens and with with that, I was able to carry myself in a way to where I wanted him to see the good. And, 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 and he said it clearly. He said, man, listen. And he said it to me. He said, uh, man, you know, everything that 
people told me it's not true. Because, you know, he came from a small town, probably, you know, never seen, you know, if you see one of those, you've probably seen a black guy going through the stoplight. But it that's what I wanted to say about the game. The game does that. It makes you feel like we are all one. And that's the way society's got to go. And that's the way if we are ever trying to elevate our society. We got to get on the page. We got to talk. To, hey, like I said, we got to talk to football coaches and see how they get it done. Uh, Chris, man, listen. I thank you for taking your time out your busy day, man. I know you rock chalk, Jayhawk. Uh, you, you going to the game this weekend? Yeah, I you know I am going to the game. I, I probably won't make it up for college game day, but I am gonna record it. Okay. Uh, looking forward to it completely. And two, I want to also I, my prayers. I know uh, Fort Myers is not yes. not out there, but you know what? What a what a rough time for the Floridians down there. Yeah, praying every day, and you know, I will tell you, it's never fun to talk about this subject because yeah. there's people that have, you know, we're men, and and yeah. it's football, it's tough, but you know, I am happy where the game's going, and you know, I, I watch them all, and I love Bond. Sorry, I'm glad you were talking about Patty Holmes. He <laughs> is the goat. Patty is the goat. And well, I won't. I'm I won't so go to the yeah, goat, but yeah, yeah, he's an yeah. incredible quarterback, Listen, man. He's an incredible Listen, guy. Patty is playing. Patty is playing. Head and shoulder above everybody. That one play on that one play to where he stepped back, crossed, and just dinked that ball out there. That's like you're playing a man playing boys. You able to? That's like you're playing in the front yard. He's just coming up with ideas. Let me get this ball to him. That is what Patty Mahomes is doing to the rest of the NFL. I know Denver Broncos because y'all got a pass through. No, but you know, when you got Andy Reid, the architect of this great coach, you know, this guy's won a Super Bowl. I mean, Andy Reid knows how to coach, right? His only only setback was he couldn't run the football effectively. And the minute that he ran the football effectively, look what happened. His team won a Super Bowl. So he's got the play sheet back from Eric Bieniemy. No disrespect to Bieniemy. But the architect of the offense is Andy Reid. He's got the play sheet. And what they did to Tampa Bay the other night, it's going to be a – I told you, Tony, what they're going to do to the Raiders this weekend is going to be a blowout again. It's going to be real big, another big win for Kansas City this weekend. Chris, before hey. I let you go, give me your give me your predictions on tonight's Monday night game. You know, that's a weird – it's a weird game. You know, she uh, should have never lost to the Colts, you know, but that's football, you know. And yep. – their defense, I'll tell you what, the defense is pretty good for the Colts. I did see Jonathan Taylor's out, so I think it's going to be a close one. I think with the NFL, I know the the uh, Broncos are favored by three and a half. You know, I might have to go with the Colts if I was a betting guy. Yeah. And so, um, because I am a Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC West, so I, I would rather them. Hey, I had to live through the John Elway days where he always broke yes. our hearts. Woo! But, that was but anyway, I, hey, Tony, it's always a pleasure you. with you. And, Thank you, and man. Ron, good talking with you. Nice talking and, to you, Chris. Hey, rock Chalk Jayhawk. K-U. Yes, Rock Chalk Thank you, Chris. We're going to head to a quick commercial break. Thanks a lot, Chris. Talking. Patty Mahomes, quarterbacks, where he ranked, can he get the job done? Then we're going to get into, can the different Broncos win tonight? 
or is it a game that the coach sneak up on them and get? Stay tuned here on the Tony Sanchez as we go to commercial break. We'll be back. Thanksgiving weekend, Brown County is officially on lock. We got this as we get ready for the most anticipated festival around. It's the Poplar Fall Festival. Performing live, it's Plies. <laughs> Put it on your calendar, bitch. Plies back in the city. What's in my pocket now? Big face hunting. It's the Pompano Fall Festival, man, November the 26th, man. It's that festival going down. Kiki Wyatt. Hey, Florida, it's your girl, Kiki Wyatt. Come and meet me November the 26th at the Pompano Fall Festival. I cannot wait to see y'all there. Phil. Rome and many more. Also performing Prince Raheem, Black Pack, MC Shadi, and Chigolo Tony. Saturday, November 26th at the Pompano Community Park. It's only 2 p.m. till 11 p.m. for the second annual Pompano Fall Festival. Tickets available online at eventbrite.com. Also get tickets at Easy OZ Bail Bar and Chinaman Print Shop in Lauderhill. For more info, call 954-857-8802. Well, I've been back on the Tony Sands Show with my man V. But V, listen, before we get into Patty Mahomes, and we got to jump into this quick. Bond, listen, I want to play this soundbite. Nick Saban. Don, do we got the Nick Saban soundbite? Do we got that ready to where we can start that at a minute? Can we start that soundbite at a minute if we still have it? Uh, it's, a beat, it's just a beatdown coming for the people no, coming from Texas A&M, no, College no, Station no, folks. You're going to no, come no, to Tuscaloosa, no, and it's going to be a beatdown no, this weekend. No, no, yes. No. Yes. Listen, Nick Saban, bad. Tone, Nick Saban has been waiting on this game all year. I understand that. I understand that. I understand he's been waiting he's on it all year. So when I they were practicing, it. when they were practicing in a hundred degree heat down in Tuscaloosa in July, go, he told go, these kids, he told these young men, "Hey, go ahead and play that soundbite. Start it at a minute, and we're gonna see what Nick Saban's saying, and we're gonna see what led up to all this rumble in the jungle situation. Start it at a minute, and let's play that. Let's li- listen to a little bit of Nick Saban." All right, a collective is an outside marketing agency uh, that's not tied to the university, that's funded by alumni from the university. And they give this collective millions of dollars. And that marketing agency then funnels it to the players. All right, and the coach actually pr- knows how much money's in the collective, so he knows how much he can promise every player. That's not what name, image, and likeness was supposed to be. That's what it's become, and that's the problem in college athletics right now. And now every player is saying, well, what am I going to get? Well, my philosophy is my job is to create a platform for our players to create value for themselves and their future by becoming better people, um, we can, by graduating we can stop right from school and developing right a career off the field. Now, we're back here on the Tony Sands Show as you get a chance to hear Nick Saban. He, Nick just pretty much called them out. He called Jimbo out. He called them out. You got to admit it. He called Jimbo Fisher out and saying as if they set this thing up to where they can buy players. That's right. That's right. And that's what exactly happened because all summer long when he was doing his recruiting and getting players over, the amount of money that the guys came with the NIL over there in Texas A&M was astronomically larger collectively than most colleges put together. Because Nick Saban, the reason why, because Nick Saban, listen, and I said, because he called out Deion Sanders too. He called out Prime. And just like Prime, just like Prime told him, wait a minute, hold on. How could we, how could you, and like Jimbo said, how could he, Nick Saban, be calling out Anybody? How? Nick, Nick Saban's not in the business of selling NIL, man. 
Nick Saban is in the business of getting you into the first round to get you a first round selection in an NFL team. You know why he's not in the business? You know why he's not in the business of NIL? Because he's always been the business of NIL. Let's not play crazy here now. But we can't be crazy. But with college football, we can't part and parcel one school, one coach. They're all on the hook. It's been a dirty, grimy game for a long time. But why would Nick Saban call it out? Let's listen. I want to listen. But you got to. But you got to understand, Tone. He's calling them out for the business aspect because he's able to acquire players from a different way that Nick's not interested in a way to get in the player. Nick, no, no. Nick directed that at his alumni. Yeah, yeah but, but, he, but what I'm saying, he, if yeah. instead of calling out people, just go at your alumni. Hey, guys, we got to get better. Yeah, it won't matter. It won't matter after Saturday. After he, it won't, when he puts up a 34 no. points. Big win what? over Texas A&M, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend. You're going to see what Nick kidding? Saban's game is going to do. The talking for him now. Okay, let, let's let's let let's this listen to Jimbo is- side. In a court, we're going to listen at Jimbo side. Don, play Jimbo. Play to start that Jimbo Fisher, and let, let let Jimbo tell you what kind of guy Nick Saban is. Last night in Alabama. Uh, yes, I would. First of all, I'll say it's a shame that we have to do this. It's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. That they broke state laws. That they're, that they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous, but when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families in Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. We're doing a heck of a job. These coaches have done a great job. Our players have done a great job. The whole organization of recruiting people. It's despicable that we've got to sit here at this level of ball and, and say these things to defend the people of this organization, the kids, 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We, we can cut it, it off right there, Doc. We can cut it off right there. You heard that, right? He was, getting, he was on a rant. He no, was on a rant. No, he was telling – it would be a rant if he didn't coach with Nick Saban. It would be a rant. He's coached beside Nick Saban. He understands what he said. You will know how he got that job done. So is he throwing subliminals to let you know, wait a minute, buddy, don't forget, I was in those meetings. I was on those recruiting trips. coaches are sitting here throwing jabs at each other, Tone. The only talking that's going to matter when the pads start popping in Tuscaloosa on Saturday, this Saturday, and Alabama puts the ultimate beatdown on Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher because Texas A&M, ladies and gentlemen, won the game last year. No, okay, no. Texas A&M won last year. No, right? no, no. Listen, I'm no, going, they didn't win last year. They didn't win yeah, last year. Texas A&M, yeah, Texas A&M won last year. But what I'm saying to you, this is some payback, and they've had these words no. that you just let the people hear. Understand, this is a rivalry game. This game is about rivalry. This is like this is that black and blue game to where guess what? It throws everything out the window. Now, I'm quite sure Nick Saban was playing that whole segment in the locker room all week. I guarantee you he was playing that saying, hey, 
course it was, but at the same time, he's letting his players know we're on national television. This is yeah. one game that we've had on yes. my calendar since the calendars came out. We want to win this game. This is a statement game. Statement right. game. So I'm looking at 48-14, 48-17, uh, 44- No, uh, no. This is a beat I don't down. see that. I don't see down. Jimbo. You got to understand. If the one talent level is not together. If, if one guy knows how to play Nick Saban, if one guy knows how to play Nick Saban throughout college football, you got to give it to Jimbo Fisher. You got to give it to Jimbo Fisher now. Level is just going to be the, the one we're going to see on, on Saturday. The talent level is just too great. Alabama linebackers, defense, everything is just too immaculate on Alabama. I'm, Even the backup. I'm gonna put it at ten. I'm gonna put it at ten points. I'm gonna put it at ten points. That's the that's the worst. I'm gonna say ten. Okay. I'm gonna say 10. I'm expecting a blowout. I'm not expecting a blowout. I think Jimbo gonna have these guys ready to go, and I think they understand that they want to play for their coach. They want to play the pride for their coach. They know their coach don't like this dude. Pride stops when you get off the bus. Pride stops when you get off the bus. When you put listen, those pads on and that mouthpiece goes in, it's some he knows. They, listen, they know what time it is. They know this game is going to be a game of games when it comes to college football. It will be a big time game. A lot of people will be watching, but a lot more people will be watching that down. Them Jayhawks, baby. Listen, Rock Chart Jayhawk KU is what we all about here in South. Listen. The buzz even flying around South Florida about KU. We, we it's great what's happening with Kansas University. I think it's a great comeback, great story. Yes. I think I, I think that uh, college is good for college football. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm rooting for them this weekend. So I'm hoping that they get the win as well. Yeah, hey, listen, Jake Rock, Chuck, Jay, we're not that far from Denver, so you got to be rooting for us. In, in, anything other than that, TCU is down in Texas, so you can't root Even for though them. I'm a Florida State fan, I, I'm going for Kansas this weekend. Listen. In, in, in two weeks, I'll be in Florida State. My grandson has been invited up, might been invited up to go to Florida State uh, when they play Clemson, a night game, seven o'clock night game. So I'm I'm, I'm taking him up. He's been invited. The young man, up. I said, just do the chop the whole time. I said, just chop. Oh. No, 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 no. I, you know, I still got to make him say uh, rock chop Jayhawk. I know he. It's going to be exciting. It's a night game. They're going to be going crazy. Live in Tallahassee, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Live in Tallahassee. It's going to be going crazy. Hey, B, let's get it. We're talking about going crazy. Let's go about crazy. Listen, I want to go over my top 10 quarterbacks. Give me a quick top 10. Give me a quick top 10. I'm going to give you my quick top 10 quarterbacks that I think I'm going to go with. Kyler Murray, 10. Kyler Murray, 10. Don't go to looking crazy. Then I'm going to go Geno Smith. Number nine, I'm going Geno, number nine, Joe Burrow, number eight, going Joe Burrow, eight, Tom Brady, seven, Aaron Rodgers, six, Justin Herbert, five, Justin Herbert, five, uh, Jalen Hurst, even though I can't, I, I don't like of that. Of course, you have to give Hurst his props, I'm man. Even though you're a props. Cowboys fan, you got to give him his props. Yes. Uh, Lamar Jackson, three. Agreed. Lamar Jackson, number three. Josh Allen, two. And Patty Mahomes, number one. Now, Which, let me just tell you, I think your top ten is good, and I got some of the same guys, but let me tell you why I differ to you. Go Cooper ahead. Rush, Cooper Rush is number eight right now. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And he's a cowboy, but I don't know if I'm going to put him tell you why. He's executing. Some of these other quarterbacks like Kyler Murray are not consistently executing. 
Cooper Rush has been executing. So okay. I got him in the top 10. I got Geno okay. Smith with you. I think Geno deserves his credit. Rush. He stepped up this year, right? I got yep. Cooper Rush okay. at 8. I got Rush Cooper at Rush. 8. I got Geno at, at 10. All right. Brady at 9. Brady at 9. Burrow at 7. Burrow at 7. Herbert 6. Herbert 6. Jared Goff. Oh, wow. Okay. Balling. Balling with okay. no talent. Okay. Him and Amon Ra been doing their thing. He had no Amon Ra last week. Still put up 41 okay. points. Lamar Jackson, four. Hurts, three. Mahomes, two. Allen is the one. There you go. You got our top five quarterbacks for the week. We got we got about a minute left. V, man, let's break. Let's, we got a minute. Break down the game. Give me your predictions on tonight's game. Hey, listen. Uh, Matt Ryan has officially, ladies and gentlemen, nine fumbles in four games. Shaquille Lennon is not playing for the Indianapolis Colts. Correct. So they're without Jonathan Taylor, Shaquille Leonard, their two best players. Correct. You got Matt Ryan, nine fumbles in four games. That means the offensive line is not doing their job. I think that this is where the Denver Broncos get their situation a little bit going, a little bit better. It's not going to be a lot of points scored by either one of these teams. Broncos got a good defense. Colts got an offense that doesn't score a lot of points. I'm going 23-13 Denver Broncos. 23-13. I'm going to go – I'm going to go – I'm gonna go 21. I'm gonna go 21. I'm gonna go 14, 21. The Indianapolis Colts. Mm, That's okay. Okay. What's going on today? Listen, you think Matt Ryan? You think Matt Ryan gets it done? Gets it done. I think he get the job done. I, I still saying Russell. I'm still saying Russell Wilson is not playing like lights out football. But that's here. Neither here or there. We will find out the results next week. We need to let the public know that Patrick Sertan for the Denver Broncos statistically is one of the best cornerbacks in the National Football League. What he did to Devontae Adams last week was amazing. Held yes. him a 47-yard receiver. And he's, from, and he's from South Florida. His and dad guess what? is a Colt, pro. The Colts got nobody to, to, as a threat tonight, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're closing out here on the Tony Sands Show. Listen, join me, Vaughn. Each and every Thursday as we break down games, as we give you sports knowledge, and we give you life. Tonight, we gave you life about concussions. We let you heard that from Mr. Powell himself. We broke down the quarterback from the bottom to the top, let you know who is the best and who's not. And we ended this thing split. He's Bronco, I'm coach. But we did agree on one thing, and that's this. Them Jayhawks. Let's go, Jayhawks. Let's get the swing, Jayhawks. Let's close this show out. Peace, love, and happiness each and every week here on the Tony Sands Show. Let's ride. Let's ride. Russell, Russell Wilson, let's rock. No, 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 no. Let's go, Bronco country. Let's go, Bronco country. Let's go, Bronco, country. Let's go, Bronco country. It's big win tonight. Big win on Thursday night football. No way, OZ. We good. Big win. Big win. Never that. Never that. Closing <laughs> the show out. Great show today. See you. Absolutely, bro. I'll speak to you in a minute, Tony. Bye, Enjoy the brother. game, brother. We got it.